All right. In the time that we have remaining, let's, um, let's try and figure this out. I just would like you, if you could, please, and I don't know whether this means going out to find a different job or whether it means trying to push your job toward the best of you. And let's not try and get too grand, but let's pick one thing. I'm pulling this out. This is a strong, weak plan. This is also in your, in your portfolios. I don't want you to fill the whole thing out at all. I'd like you just to look way down there at the bottom, guys, way down there at the bottom. There's a space where it says, strategies to leverage my strengths and minimize my weaknesses. That's all it says, strategies to, okay? I just would like you to pick one thing that you are gonna do to leverage the strength statement that you'd written. I want one activity, one commitment, one thing you're gonna do to put your strength to work in your life. And I want you to write it in the bottom box of that strong, weak plan. Now, you say, in my life. You didn't be at say, home. in my work. OK. I could in be at home. I, I, we need to find a way to get fuel back in your life, Brett. Okay. I don't care where it comes from. OK. Now, here are four tips for you to think about. If you're looking, well, how do I do that? If you're like Vanessa going, well, how does the, or maybe you're thinking, there's no way in my current job I can use that strength. Here's four things for you to think about. First, maybe there are some ways you use it on your job, and you've just stopped thinking about them. So the F here stands for focus. Maybe the commitment you're going to make to us all is actually just to continue to do something this next week that you've always done. The R, though, stands, there's an R in free. Are there any missed opportunities? Are there any, is there any place in your current role, because again, this is in the spirit of not letting someone else define you. This is you looking for, deliberately looking, Stacy, for a way in which you can push your world a little bit more toward the strength you wrote down. Just one thing next week. The E stands for educate. Is there any skill you can learn? Some of you in your notes on the website were talking about classes you were gonna take, and frankly, they seemed to me as though they were taking you, some of you off track. When you learn a new skill, it should be around a strength that you have. Maybe there is some new skill you can go learn, some new technique you can go learn, probably from someone in your team, perhaps, who's already good at what you're great at. Is there some new class you can take? Is there some new situation you can put yourself in, Eric? Lastly, the last E stands for expand. Can you, can you start to push your job more toward the strength that you've identified so that it becomes your job. And when you think about highly successful people, they seem to have built their whole job in the end around the best of them. Again, this goes right back to the beginning where we said, you know, you look at highly successful people and you go, how'd you find the perfect job? They, they didn't do that. They did this. They started off by going, how do I use my strength in the current role? It's not the entire role. Then they went, how do I find more opportunities? Then they went, how do I learn more about it? And then after a while, their whole job became that. You know, Sherry, you, you, you volunteer for every darn thing. You've got a million things going on. Initially, though, there, there's going to be something in this next week where you can almost, I hate to use the word selfishly, but selfishly go, you know what? I want to do more of that this week. I'd like you to write one thing down in that box at the bottom, just one small thing that you can commit to this morning.
This is to do that oh. crazy thing of building on your strength. <laughs> I was like, I like, how do I change my weaknesses? And then I'm like, oh, no, what is my weakness? leave weaknesses for a minute. I'm going to get okay. to those in just one second. Now, this is, this is to make your strength sharper. Pick one thing. And, and, the, and the point of just doing one thing a week is that, is that you're, you're, you're doing a little bit every day, but a lot over time. One of the reasons that you've got yourself into the mess that you've gotten yourselves into mm. is because each week, you haven't done this. And so you found yourself pulled each week and a lot over time into the wrong space. And a lot of your activities now drag you down. That's what you said right at the beginning. So we need to start an opposite movement. Every week, for the rest of your life, you should pick one thing you're going to do. Not some big grand plan, although it can become some big grand plan, and your whole job can change. But each week, discipline yourself to push toward one thing you're going to do each week to free up a strength. It could be a new skill you're learning, Aaron. It could be something related to your current job, which is the, the F. It could be some missed opportunity that you haven't found. Don't try to fix yourself. One thing each week to build on your strength. Could it be, for me, like leaving by 7 o'clock? Uh, yes, if you think that'll help you leverage the strength that you identify. Yeah. If you think that that one thing each week is going to tip the scales. Just give me a little more time. Yeah. OK. So you're looking for come... something specific. Absolutely. I'm not looking you for. You want me to take a I... task and, and. Yeah. I, I don't want. I'm going to try hard. I, I don't know really what my strengths are to figure out what I need okay. to you do. You wrote to... one, Brett. You wrote <laughs> one down. No... OK. You don't like your strength? <laughs> no. I can tell you some others. I, got... I, got... <laughs> I feel like they're. <laughs> I'm, try I'm trying to down. embrace this. I'm really trying to work with this. Then we're so tempted to go to the red cards immediately. Start. I have with more the red cards. I know. Start <laughs> with the green, though. You wrote one strength statement down. Do you want something a little more specific to the strength? Oh, I don't want you card. to tell me that you're going to try harder at X. I want you to say, I'm going to do X, Y, or Z. OK. And it's something that you have to be able to control, Brett. I'm going to hope that my boss is nicer to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to leave by 7. Okay, one thing. But you have to do this forever, okay? One thing every week. Mm. Yeah, Ellie. I just had what Oprah refers to as the aha moment in terms of what I wrote as my task is I've, like, I've tried to do in the past, and every time I've done it, it's been what's been most rewarding and most fulfilling for me. So I'm like, I now I need to go and push a little harder to do it more on a regular basis. And doesn't it... We doesn't it? it makes you tear up. It makes it's like it, it's like yeah. it's real. It is. It's real. It's like okay, that's what was so fun and so exciting about the job. Okay, and no one knows it. Well, you know it. Mm -hmm. okay, and so you've got to get there and and take a stand for your strengths. You've got to take yourself more seriously than you have before. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, okay. Now we'll get to this. <laughs> All right. How do you stop your weaknesses? I'm going to give you four tips, and they're straightforward, but, but we, we don't actually do these as much as we should. First of all, try this one. Stop doing it and see if anyone notices. Wow. I mean, I'm not saying you can do that with everything, but it's amazing <laughs> how often in companies we start things, some new initiative, some new plan, and then, and then the executive who started it moves on, or the, or the whole business moves on, but somehow that activity keeps going on like space waste. It's like you shoot a satellite up, and it just keeps going around, and we keep doing it. Mm -hmm. But we don't even 
know why we're doing it. We just keep with what we do. I don't want to be too glib about some of the things that you have to do in your job, but some things you could stop doing and no one would care. At least think about that as you're trying to cut back on some of the stuff that drags you down. This one is the, the, the Warren Buffett strategy. Find someone who's strengthened by the very thing that weakens you. Doesn't have to be Bill Gates. You look around you, and you, I bet you don't know what would be written on these cards for the people you work with. I mean, to Joanna's point, wouldn't it be cool to know what that is? Mm -hmm. Maybe there are some people out there who are invigorated by confrontation in the same way that Oprah and I are drained by it. And maybe we can find a way for them to do what they love to do, even while it's the absolute opposite of what we do. Uh, here's a challenging thought for you. You shouldn't obey the golden rule. The golden rule says treat people as you would like to be treated. But that presupposes that they're wired the same way that you are. We should replace it with the platinum rule. Treat people as they would like to be treated, bearing in mind who they are. What's normal, Jenny? Well, there is no normal. There is only you and me. And maybe you're strengthened by the very things that weaken me. So maybe I can team up with you. Maybe. I'm not saying this is going to change your job tomorrow, but maybe there's someone that you've overlooked who, when they were to do this, they would come out and you'd go, oh, my word, we fit. Here's another one. This is a sneaky one. Keep volunteering your strength. Because you're <laughs> strengthened by it, you'll get good at it. Pretty soon, there'll be no more time for you to do the other stuff. You keep offering up your strength until gradually the weakness stuff falls away. You find a small stream in which your strengths can flow, and then you carve it into the Mississippi. So you keep offering it up, and gradually your whole world tips that way, and there's no time left for the other stuff. But you're incredibly intentional about that. I mean, be intentional. One of the problems you've had, I think, is you haven't been intentional enough. Now, sometimes, Janine, you know, the company gets downsized, and they find you a job, and you take it just because thank you. It's a job. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that, but you have to deal with your own circumstances. But, but what you all have to do is find a way to take a little more control of what we're offering up. One last one. Perceive your, strength, your weakness through the lens of one of your strengths. I had an assistant who was weakened. When she did this, she wrote down, I feel weak when I have to do expenses which is a problem because that was her job. <laughs> and that's, that's a challenge. Turns out, though, one of the things that she'd written on her strength card is I feel strong when I'm competing with myself. So she simply chose, as she was thinking about the P here, she just chose to look at doing expenses through the lens of her competitiveness. She made a game for it of, of doing the expenses. She would compete with herself to see how fast she could get it done, whether she could beat her previous time. So in a weird way for her, she looked at the weakness through the lens of one of her strengths, and the whole way she perceived that weakness changed. There are some of you who love doing what's right, but hate confrontation. One of the things that helped me, Oprah, is there are, there are times when my need, my, what, what strengthens me about doing what's right becomes the only way I can deal with confrontation. And I, it doesn't make me strengthened by confrontation, but it diminishes the weakness. And I go, the only way to do what's right in this situation is to say, come in, sit down, I love you, you're fired, I still love you. Mm -hmm. that, that's the only way I can do it. And somehow then the words do flow a little bit better, and it's okay. 
The first time I had to fire somebody, this was years ago, the first time I had to fire somebody, it took me two hours, and at the end of it, they said, you mean I'm fired? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very good at it. No. <laughs> Are you saying I'm fired? <laughs> I'm so the same way. That was great. What happened? <laughs> but I'm sure the same will be true. Like maybe one of you wrote down, I hate meetings, but you love yeah. client service. Well, can you see how this meeting will help client service? You hate taking the pictures of the houses, but you love selling. I'm not saying this is doable. Can you see how taking those pictures helps the sale? Is there any way in which it does? Maybe, maybe there isn't, in which case you have to pursue one of these other strategies. But this last one is, can you perceive your weakness through the lens of one of your strengths? There is one other strategy, suck it up and do it. <laughs> and that's a legitimate strategy. At some point you go, you know what, all right, it's gonna be part of the 25% of your job that you just don't like. And can you do it in the morning when you just can just get it done? I actually save all the really bad stuff I don't like till the end of the day when I've done all the stuff that I really like and that strengthens me and then I do the stuff I don't like. You may be the opposite. You may go, you know what, I need to just get through it and then I can enjoy the rest of the day. All right, well, at some point, there's a suck it up and do it strategy. Okay, take those strategies and pick one thing that you're going to do. One thing you're going to do. Not seven, Brit, and not vague intentions. I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm picking on you. Well, but... that's okay. I need to be picked on because I don't know. I'm going with vague intentions. No, <laughs> like, hey. go with one specific thing that you can do to minimize this thing that weakens you. One thing. Don't try and solve it all at once. You don't climb Everest with one leap. You do base camp to camp one to camp two to camp three, and then you push for the summit. We've got to give you feelings of control back. So pick something that you know you can control and that you will do to minimize this thing that weakens you. It'd be like me saying, okay, this next time I go and do a speech and they ask me to go do a cocktail party, what am I going to do to minimize that? Marcus, you don't have to do the reception part. You just don't have to do it. Say, I'll come, I'll speak, I'll give everything I have, no reception. That's what I've learned to do. Grange You're right. I can absolutely, and frankly, the, you know, often you teach what you most need to learn, right? Um, so I absolutely need to be able to have that conversation every time. The thing that you had to offer, that's what you had to offer. And the reception is not a, not, not a part of the deal. And I can say that and move on. You can move on. Okay, you, that's clearing. I can press the C button on the calculator. The numbers can all go away. That's right. Um, that all starts, I guess, here. And for you, there'll be your version of that, your version of tipping the scales, your version of, of looking at some activity through the lens of your strength. Pick something, please. It's an activity. Yes. A firm activity. Something you're going to go do. What are you going to go do, Vanessa? <laughs> the reason why you couldn't say that you play most of the day to your strengths is because you've got a whole bunch of other stuff that drags you down. Now, it could be just that there's too much of everything. All right, then you, you need to commit to us one thing that you're going to do. Or not going to do. Well, one thing you're going to say, yeah, to, uh, to Oprah's point, one thing I'm not going to do next week. But it's as simple tonight. as just saying no to one commitment. Like, I think just saying no. Wait, could Period. be that for you? Yeah, if that's that for you, then say it and then see what happens. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, and I don't, you know, I would take two hours to fire somebody, easily, maybe four, and they probably wouldn't know they were fired either. You, as, as 
I need to, or as Oprah needs to, you need to look at that weakness thing through the lens of something else that strengthens you. Again, with me, when it's dealing with a tough conversation, it's about what's right. I get strength from going, okay, it's, I have to do it because it meets right. my moral code. That's how I do yeah. it. For me, it's harder with these speeches because there's no rightness. It's just politeness, which is somehow much harder. I, stupidly, it's much harder for me to deal with that. No, Marcus, it's because you don't think that what you gave was enough. When you get to the point when you realize that what you've offered, what you're coming to do, what they're paying you to do, that is enough. That is enough. You now don't have to be the maraschino cherry to get passed around the room. Mm -hmm. that's, how I, that's how I came to it. It's enough. <laughs> The reason why Oprah has the strength to do that is because she has done everything that we've talked about. I mean, not that you live yeah. some perfect life, but you've deliberately taken yourself seriously enough to keep tilting the floor. Or you can take a stand. You can actually go, you know what? No, I know, I know that I'm bringing enough to be able to justify that. That's right. Sherry. This has helped me so much, what Oprah just said, because my commitment... Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's all... <laughs> no, just, just I'm talking about my statement. <laughs> because mine is to commit to keep my work at work and my home at home. And what she said, I bring work home because I don't feel like the nine and a half hours or how enough. many hours I was there was, was enough. enough. And it was enough because I gave everything. Yeah. And that helped me. <laughs> We're all here to help each other. <laughs> and you have to leave at 11 o'clock. Yes, so I'm gonna to wrap, go. we're gonna yeah. just wrap up here with one quick thing. This isn't gonna be easy. Not because you're not good, but because as I said, because you are good. Even when you go back, you're going to start getting more and more opportunities. People will pile more and more on. You have to, as Oprah and I were just talking about, you've got to be able to say, close that door, open this one. And I'm not saying it's without risk. There'll be risks. There'll be risks that one day you'll go back, take one of your strengths, go all out, and, and not prevail. That's a bitter pill to swallow. Or maybe you'll go back, talk to one of your colleagues about your strengths and weaknesses, and they'll think you're trying to take advantage of them. They'll think you're trying to hand all the rotten jobs off to someone else. They'll think, Shari, that you're not being responsible enough. They won't get it. There are risks to this. There's risks to betting your whole career and satisfaction around the stuff, even the one green card you wrote. There's risks to betting your life on that. Aisha, you're going to have to take some risk. And it was bold and brave of you to write what you wrote and look at it clear as day. But Anais Nin, and I'll end with this, Anais Nin and, uh, had a lovely line on risk. She wrote this. And the day came when the risk it took to remain all tight in the bud became more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Love that. There, isn't that a lovely quote? There's risks to blossoming. There's risks to betting your entire life around the unique strengths that you have. But I would argue that for you, from this day forward, the risks of not doing so are far greater. Because here's what I believe. One, I believe everyone in this room has strengths. No one doesn't have any green cards. You've all got strengths. You may wish you had others, but you've got what you've got, and they're great. Second, no one's got quite the same ones as you do. No one's normal, Jenny. No <laughs> one's got quite the same combination of strengths and weaknesses as you do. Third, you're going to be at your most productive, most creative, happiest, most resilient for your family, for your kids, for your community, for your company, when you play to your strengths most of the time. And lastly, I believe that everyone will win when you do. Everyone will win you and you take your strengths seriously. You'll win, your family will win, your friends will win, your, everyone will win when you do. That's what I believe. But it doesn't matter what I believe. In the end, it matters only what you believe. So if I can end with this, I don't know what you wanted to get out of this morning, but let tomorrow be a different day than it was today. 
let tomorrow be an ever so slightly stronger day than it was today. By which I simply mean, let tomorrow begin with you looking in the mirror and saying to yourself, what are my strengths and how can I volunteer them today? And then let every day thereafter start the same way. Because then and only then will we all get to see the best of you. That's all I wanted to share this morning. Thank you so much for inviting Thank me. Thank you. Thank you.